1: High five, Tom and Will. What up, High Flyers? Your boy, High Five Tom. And I've got my very, very good friend, Will, here. Uh, we figured after hanging out for 45 minutes on Zoom, we should probably hit the record button and uh, share our, still our conversation with everybody. But, Will,
2: how are you this evening? Hot, Tom. It's 30 degrees out there. It's 80 degrees in here. It's 80 degrees in your apartment. Uh, the thermostat is 75, but it feels brutal in here. Oh, and before people say turn your heat down, my heat's set to 55. Jesus, I know you're on the third floor, but that's that's all it is. Like, I got windows, it gets so high. There's windows open in this apartment all through the winter time so, because it gets brutal up here. I'm going to save on your fucking genie, bro. It's including rent.
1: So you're, you're roasting it's not even saving any money?
2: Yeah. no different than, I don't know, what I get from honor club, right? So.
1: <laughs> yeah. No shit. Well, high fibers, you're probably wondering what the fuck's going on in the background, but... Tricky little uh, little trickster. Uh, Will and I were talking about trickster and Pierce off air, so I thought I would uh, I share that. So, Led, I know you're probably not going to listen to that, but this one's for you, buddy. So, New Jersey's own trickster. My first concert, by the way.
2: Was- My first concert would have been uh, one Toby Keith at the Franklin County Field Days. Or it might have been the Essex County Expo, one of those two. With a boot up your ass, it's the American way. It was legit. Not too long after that, I was obsessed. But with where I grew up, I mean, that's really all you had to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you. There was like one classical station. Depending on where you were, you could get the the French uh, talk radio from Quebec. And a lot of country music and classic rock music. So you didn't have any good uh, college radio stations or nothing, huh? Oh, not where I grew up, Tom. So college is near where I grew up. You'd have to drive at least an hour. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if my parents would have liked whatever UVM was putting out the college radio, so. And again, with where I was, I don't know if I would have come in, so.
1: Yeah, we got a pretty good college, right? State radio, college radio station here. Uh, shout out to 91.7 WMSE. Um, Faith and I do some volunteer work for them, too. But, yeah, as a kid, like I said, if I could get my antenna, like, in the right spot certain days, would come in. I mean, it's only 40 miles, but, I mean, 40 miles, I mean, Obviously, you know, a college radio station, because it started in 81, you know, it's not kicking on a lot of megahertz, but. I was
2: part of a college radio station.
1: But they're still going. I'm going to answer this real quick. This is going to be funny. Hi, Mom. Hi,
2: okay, You got a couple minutes?
1: Um. Well, I'm recording right now, so I don't know if I'd say anything. No, too uh, no, keep to going. You want to
2: call me back?
1: Um, is it urgent?
2: No, I just need, well, I kind of need to know what you want for Christmas, so I'll be Where call
1: me back. What I want for Christmas? Time. Yeah. You can donate money to the guest house.
2: Ah, no, I want to talk
1: to you. How about a brewer's calendar? Okay, sure, I'll, I'll
2: okay. do my best to do that. What else? Okay, I'll talk, call me back.
1: Oh, you got, um, something from the DMV. Ooh, does it look, sound like license plates?
2: Not
1: license plates. They're, uh, it's a, an animal, but not license plates. Shit. Okay. Uh, can I call you back tomorrow or do you want me to call you? Will, you want to say hi? Hi, Tom. Tom's mom. Will saying hi. Hi. So. hi
2: you
1: call
2: me back tomorrow, Yeah. Okay.
1: Love you. love you, too. Bye. Bye. See, high-fivers, that is the uncut stuff that
2: you get from Will and Tom. It's like when my buddy Devin and I tried to get a, a podcast going. We were called we called it uh, Two Peas in a Podcast. Aww. It's actually a pretty clever name, honestly. And we kept, like, it was tough. Like, it was one of those things where, like, we'd hang out and shoot the shit all the time. I'm like, all right, we'll start recording. And then it just, it got hard to, like, have meaningful conversations about stuff later. But one of those was a record. Brittany called me. And Devon's always edited out. Like, no, just keep rolling. Like, let's see what we can get out of this. Yeah. Brittany was afraid that somebody was breaking into uh, the apartment, which she's afraid of all the time. But not breaking through like the door in the hallway, like through the windows of the third floor.
1: They would really want to get in there.
2: I mean, we are the only apartment with roof access. Oh really? Yep. So when they gotta go shovel off the roof because it's a lot of flat roof, oh, they gotta go through my kitchen window.
1: Who's the fucking genius that gave him gave you fucking flat roofs in fucking Deer New Hampshire?
2: Oh, same person who put the bathroom window to be right about where your ass would be on the bowl up to the top of your head, and it faces the the building across the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, that's
1: hilarious did you ever figure out when that chaotic show was in April
2: don't they have like their big show in April you said I didn't look that up. I can though they've, they've been pushing for their last show of the year kind of wish I could go but let's see let's, let's, let's look up what, when it was this year chaotic cold fury 2022, I almost went to it, but my buddy goofed on what day it was, so he couldn't go, and I didn't get out of work until almost eight, and there would have been like another hour to get down there, so I would have missed like half the show by the time I got down there. Chaotic Wrestling, Cold Fury is, yeah, it's in April, so like this year it was April 15th, Okay. That's, that's typically around the time they do their uh that's their, like, big show of the year, yeah. I mean, as much as a big show can be when it's largely the school kids. Yeah. And a handful of visiting talent.
1: I mean, will Brian
2: Johnson be there, maybe? I don't know. He's in the main event for uh their final show of the year. Fucking bozo! Main event of a uh, chaotic wrestling's dead end champion Davian, former guest of the Shining Wizards podcast, versus Brad Cashew, who I can't stand. He's not even on my TV. Get him off my TV. <laughs> it's a goofy name. The crowd loves him, but, like, he's got no, there's no, it's a problem that a lot of the guys have, like, there's not really, like, a shtick there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, a guy. Yeah. And they don't even have enough personality to really make it stand out. It's like, he is, like, default blonde face. Mm. But, it's a four-way, so it's day the end. Brad Cashew, Anthony Green, oh nice, and the Mecca. Fucking Mecca. The Mecca's done some cool stuff in chaotic this year. I he beat be- Aaron Rourke in a match, and it was a little weird how he won. It felt kind of out of place, and then really it kind of killed the vibe of the room a little bit. Yeah, but he was on a losing streak, so he brought in his own referee. He wasn't even nice to his own referee. He was an asshole to his referee too. And then at one of their last shows, he had a match where he had his his referee was handcuffed to the corner, and then another referee actually like refereeing the match. Wow! But you know, chaotic wrestling gave me Brian Johnson. So I mean, they gave me more than what Ring of Honor gave me this year.
1: Oh, oh!
2: Shots fired says Will.
1: Oh shit! It's only one hundred and ninety bucks to fly into Boston.
2: Yeah, you could. Uh, if you are looking to come out this way, you can fly into Boston or you can fly into Manchester.
1: Manchester's like five hundred bucks. I believe it. Well, you never. Know, we'll we'll see how things pan out. So, yeah. Well, speaking of Ring of Honor. This is a Ring of Honor podcast. Is um, it? it is. Are you sure? It's in the name.
2: I feel like you know, in in pre pro we we're talking about how much time Anthony Hopkins was actually in Silence of the Lambs. If somebody went back through in time, how much we actually talk about Ring of Honor, this is how much done. we time we spent talking about other other wrestling, other podcasts, other movies. Yeah. Well, how much much time I've spent talking about comic books even in the last couple months?
1: Yeah, they're talking about how the fact I can't watch, you know, Ring of Honor at Two Speed, but you know,
2: that's going to be a drag when we get to those recap episodes like next week, where Ring of Honor TV is a a championship matches, pay per view matches, whatever.
1: Yeah, and then we got road. We got like three. You got three road. There's
2: three weeks of road Yeah, Fuck me so, so we're gonna have to watch out on single speed because just in case they throw out something new that we need to like actually hear,
1: thanks, Tony. Khan. but um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you know, Ring of Honor's final battle 2022 uh just happened last weekend. I won't talk too much about it because this is not a Ring of Honor present podcast. Oh, and I do want to shout out the Mark Order, uh, Will. I didn't even tell you this, but they did. Invite us on to come and talk about the paper. I know.
2: Uh I got the I got the message from Shalong, and I said, Honestly, I'm not really invested and I'm not taking time to watch it and I'm not spending any more money on Ring of Honor than I already do. Okay. I said, Oh, he's like, Well hopefully we can get you on later if they they kinda if they can kinda of, kind of get you hooked again. So
1: yeah, I said something a little bit more democratic. But actually, I was just like, "Well, I'm not even going to watch it live." But they they came on the air right afterwards. So, because um, I literally just finished it today.
2: I, I joined. I I didn't get. To, I didn't catch the whole thing, but I was there. They were kind of talking about like the last couple matches, and and the doctor gave me a shout out. So it's like, damn, I didn't even say anything in the chat. I mean, I did after that, but I was like i like I'll put it on. I'll support the homies. I'll hear like what kind of happened, but yeah, not really. Wasn't feeling the results.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, so you you even got a shout out on huh, Mister Fancy
2: Pants? I did. That's uh, that's what I do. Everybody seems to like me for the most part.
1: Well, yeah. Got I mean, them fooled. I mean, you are an Oakland-nominated podcaster, so I'm something. Um, well, and listen, I was telling Will in pre production, and I'll tell anybody else too. Listen, if you didn't watch all the Full Final Battle, you should at least watch all three tag team matches. Um, The Kingdom versus Top Flight and Drew Hour was really good. Um, Grand League versus Jeff Cobb was awesome. I've been mean, obviously I'm a Jeff Cobb guy. Um, I'm calling Grand Metalik because I don't remember what his, his shoot name is now. Oh, um, the
2: it's like ma- it's Masquerado
1: yeah. Dorado, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, so shout out to um, Cruiserweight Classic, which you can hear a review of on Visionaries Gold Media from your Shirley. Um, but seriously, that's Swerve in Our Glory or Your Glory, or whatever the fuck the name of that tag team is, in STP match. Um, shout out to Cabbage Sensei. I'm not even sure who Cabbage Sensei is in the Discord. Uh, he said it was a very well told story, and he wasn't kidding. But they weren't kidding.
2: Yeah, Zero, Zero R looked really good. Um, Willow, Trishadora?
1: Yeah. Let's try Trishadora and fucking Willow. I know Willow's all elite, but tri- the fact that Trishadora is not
2: yet yeah, is. I'm at the point where I even want AW to pick up more people. They what are you going to do with them?
1: They need help in the women's division.
2: Yeah, well, they don't want to help their own women's division, but that's another conversation for another podcast.
1: Yeah, but shout out uh, to uh, Reinvestor Boy Brett's personal friend, BJ Whitmer. I guess he's helping starting to book the women's division now, so that's good.
2: I mean, Ring of Honor was smart. New Japan was smart. You don't think you can book women's division? Don't have one.
1: Yeah, I mean, we will be booking a 2012 Ring of Honor women's champ ourselves one of these days. Um, but I just want to see Trish Dora get paid. If I'm being
2: honest. Facts. Shouts out to Mercedes Martinez for uh, having a great lengthy title reign. That
1: whole match she had. Yep. She beat see, Serena
2: I mean... D, but she beat Serena D but Death Before Dishonor, and I don't, I really don't think she should have. Like, again, I haven't gone back to watch Death Before Dishonor to see how stuff came out. Yeah. Like on screen, because there's some stuff where it's like this probably is translating better on screen than it is in person.
1: Well, I mean Caprice and Ian are were our money and were money. Uh,
2: I mean they were they it was but great. That that crowd was one hundred percent pro Serenity. Wow. Like I didn't think they were gonna have Serenity win, but it's like they should call an Audible, have Serenity win, and have the crowd would have eaten that shit up.
1: Well, at Final Battle 2021, Will, um, the crowd turned on uh, Roxy, and now they're churning on her again 365 days
2: later. That's all I'm going to say about that subject, But Well, I haven't watched the match with, with Mandy Rose, but, I mean, the match with Willow wasn't good. <laughs> she almost got booed out of the building. That was rough. Good thing Deonna Perrazzo came out yeah um
1: but yeah I mean seriously check I'm obviously in the Briscoes in FTR put on another fucking classic um very well written you know a, a little predictable in the end but uh, you know where they're gonna go who knows but so yeah shout out to the Mark order I uh, appreciate you guys
2: reaching out um yeah maybe someday we appreciate the platform but do we uh do we want to? Before we get into the other stuff, do you want to kind of touch on your thoughts on the new article again? Well, I mean, now that there's officially a statement out there, I uh, no,
1: I mean, it, I, my opinion hasn't changed. Uh, cool, yeah, we'll get new Japan strong. I mean, maybe is it?
2: it's not even confirmed it's going to be strong, it's just there's going to be some kind of new Japan. Presence, but as a fan who already pays for New Japan World, what am I getting on our Club that I'm already getting on New Japan? Club?
1: I mean, like you said, I want just disc- I want first access to tickets. You know, if they come back on tour again, you know, even
2: oh if it was for the pay per views, like give me some, give me some money off tickets, give me some money off merch.
1: Yeah, it's just if you are yeah. not
2: gonna give us the like, I get financially. Giving away the pay per views for free maybe wasn't the best money move. However, works for WWE. Well, they also have a pay-per-view every month. Ring of Honor used to do a pay-per-view every month. Yeah, well now, then they went down to quarterly. think so. WWE would have has so many subscribers. Because you figure even the people who don't keep up with the news stuff, like oh, I'll pay ten bucks a month to watch Ring of Honor ninety two, or to watch a World Rumble ninety two. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, you know, I'm still pissed. I can't, I can't fast forward fifteen seconds. I can't back up fifteen seconds. Um, I can't watch double speed. Yes, I know. I've been. If you listen to Shining Wizards, I got you know ripped over the coals. But I mean. You know, as of next week, I got three hours of final battle. I mean, I'm just gonna have to watch it once because I can't, you know, review it at double speed. I mean, you know, um, it does it does look cleaner, it is a tad bit more functional. Um, you can start and stop and come back to it. That's nice. Um, but I mean, they're they're still gonna get my 999. Um, well, actually the million dollar question really was, would you still be paying $10 if we weren't doing this podcast?
2: No. Nope. Because I will, once they start doing the new ring of honor TV programming, I will give it a shot. I will give it time, but I am still firmly in the camp of, I really don't care. I like Wheeler to fine. I prefer Daniel Garcia as the champion.
1: Well, we've, we've seen that match already, though. Yeah, we
2: saw it three fucking times. Um but, a great story,
1: but they told the, the same story they told last time, though.
2: That's so a get Chris Jericho win it, just to give it back to Claudio. Why? Why? The Briscoes won the tag belt, but they're not going to be seen until there is a Ring of Honor program.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find because Ian. Listen, I want. I do want to show Caprice Coleman and Ian Rikaboni. They did a great job. Oh, actually, the the sixth man was really good too. Weird finish. Um, but prime oh, six,
2: the sixth man tag title match.
1: Um, although I will admit, Brian Cage does not look enthused to be on his
2: team. No. Um, well, that's another thing. You have Shane Taylor promotions drop the belts to the Righteous. Then the Righteous turn around and drop them to Don Castle and the Boys. Don Castle and the Boys turn around and drop it to the Embassy.
1: Has anyone had a title defense? I mean, Jesus Christ. Actually, no. the Big Chris AR Fox match was really good, too. Um, well, I can't find it because I suck at Um, But Rick and Bonnie kept saying it was the biggest gate and the biggest pay-per-view buys ever. I don't know if that's true
2: or not. You know, you know Rick and Bonnie pre-former was one of the job. so. Their job was to sell that pay-per-view,
1: and they did. They they did a great job, and they actually told their.
2: But here's my question, Tom. It cost me forty bucks plus to get this pay-per-view. I could have bought tickets to go to that pay-per-view for twenty bucks. So you're saying it's cheaper for me to go to the show than it's for me to watch the show. Yep. I'm not feeling it. Not feeling it at all. So, but anyways, let's turn these frowns
1: upside down, will? And let's talk about some positivity, and the positivity is our man Brunden, the third man in this triumvirate, with his question of dishonor of the week, um, also known as the shining wizard's research, research assistant, not assistant, but or er, head research provider. Uh, basically, Brunden wants to know, uh, will. Do you remember your first indie show you went to? What promotion was it? Was there anyone famous there? Anyone still at
2: yeah. it? Uh, the answer to most of those questions is no. So I, I I didn't even intentionally go to the show. So if we want to count the one that I intentionally went to, Even then, I was trying to, like, read through the matches, trying to figure out. But it's all, like, moose Lodge shows and stuff. And, like, <laughs> I remember bits and pieces, but like, I don't really remember, like, the names that are associated with, like, with who I saw. But the company was Slam All-Star Wrestling, or SAW. I like the initials. And uh, they did their shows mostly... At the Highgate Sports Center, the uh, Franklin County Fairgrounds, and the Moose Lodge in St. Albans, Vermont. Anybody famous? No. <laughs> Anybody still wrestling from there? I don't think so. That's funny. Well, <sighs> I, I appreciate uh, Brendan's enthusiasm. Positivity, asking if uh, Ricky Morton was ever there. That's uh, absolutely not. They they barely had budget for a curtain to keep the locker room locked off, let alone bring for Ricky Morton. I'm not gonna lie, I am bummed. I never got a shirt because the there was a show that we went to on purpose, and that wasn't just like, oh, hey, wrestling's here, and I wanted to get a shirt, but there were brand new shirts. They had never had shirts before. Yeah. And I only had so much cash and they couldn't they couldn't uh work with me on the price on it at all. So I never got a shirt, but it was it was a solid red shirt. So it was kind of like Hulkamania colors with the red and the yellow text. And I mean, it's a top half of a saw blade.
1: You know, I mean I do kinda like uh I mean I like the name, like the initials are pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it looked neat, and like seeing something like the local paper for it was neat. But I mean, you 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 go to the all-time roster, Tom, and there is 20 people, and half of them don't even have links to go to a like a, a page on Cage Match. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think uh, anybody really uh, you saw as a launch pad. The launch pad?
1: Well, there was a show I went to, and I can't remember the name of the company. Um, it was at the Vic, Vic, uh, Texas Victory Hall in Cudier. Um But I think before that, my first show was actually for Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. And I'm not going to go into my current thoughts about said promotion, but... Uh, that was the night I saw Cactus um, Jack win the Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. So if you're one, he's not active, but he's definitely a legend. Uh, but Sebastian Booger was in the building, but um, I know he did beat Trevor Donis, who recently passed away. I know he's kind of a, definitely a local legend, but uh, I'm kind of looking over their roster. We've got Adrian Lynch. I don't know much about him. Um. Colonel Corruption, Danny Dominion. I think I ran into him once. He was the Patriot, but not that Patriot, though. Uh, disorderly conduct, which was the Texas Hangman. Um, uh, yeah, Ike Andrews, Mean Mike, Mike Sampson, Rock and Randy. Rock and Randy, I know. Um he runs a promotion in and uh up in, I think that's who um JJ Rogue wrestles for. So uh but in my return to wrestling back in 2017, Will, when went saw ACW, it was uh, their water city WrestleCon. Um, Mr. Anderson was there. This was back in 2017. Uh Vicky Guerrero, uh, but the main guest of honor was Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, so I actually I don't get starstruck uh very often, but um, and obviously that was only five years ago, so there's a lot of people still wrestling. Um, one of my favorites, Porn Stash, was there, TW3, uh, Joe the Jet Avalon, uh, Nick Colucci. Oh, Carlito was there. Like, goddamn, that motherfucker is ripped. Oh,
2: yeah. That's post WWE, Carlito.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, and then a week later, I went and saw Ring of Honor, and uh, you can hear a review of that show on Visionaries Gold Media, but that was a great one, so. But, uh, Brandon's was, uh, un- was unpredictable Johnny Road Show at his local high school gym. And, uh, Matt Striker and Prince Nana were on the card. Oh. So, yeah. So, I definitely had a, there was definitely about an 18-year gap in my, my independent wrestling shows, but. However, Allen Angels is coming to ICW Milwaukee next month. Yeah.
2: So. Good old Milwaukee.
1: Good old, well, I mean, there's only one Milwaukee Tom, but. But, Will, this week we are reviewing episode 65 of Runner of Honor TV. You believe that? 65
2: episodes.
1: They've made it this far. Um, and before I forget, so when Jay Lethal threw Cornette over the table, was that Cornette's last on-screen appearance? Yes. Oh. We got pretty lucky there. Um, yeah, so this uh this week's TV is Will and I aren't sure might be the go home
2: for final battle. If you're looking at as it's released, it would be the go-home show. However, with how Ring of Honor tapes its clocks, we've got probably like three weeks well, of maybe, lead-up
1: shows. Maybe now that Cornet's not there anymore, because they've got the holiday show, but I think this was the end of, of Pittsburgh. I mean, definitely with the promo at the end, it kind of seems like they may have wrapped it up, so maybe not. I guess we'll find out. Um yeah, we're still in Pittsburgh, Will. Yeah, we are. Home of your Steelers. Uh, and on the call we do have Mr. LaCroix and uh, Kevin Kelly.
2: And uh it's the it's the last show for them because Kevin Kelly gets new color commentator at Final Battle.
1: Yeah, so they kinda of were dismissive of Mr. Uh Mr. LaCroix. Excuse Mr. Seltzer. Um that was kind of weird. Um, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin I just seem like he kind of threw in his face that like, yeah, you're, you're done, blah, 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 blah. but,
2: um, but yeah,
1: but Will, our first match,
2: Davey Richards. R.O.H. Ar- mainstay, two, both of them.
1: Yeah. Um, Davey Richards, I mean, the man, the myth, the legend, um, but he faced a very young and short-haired Vinny Marsilio I dig what you're saying. Um you know, unfortunately, I mean this match it wasn't bad. It was obviously pretty short.
2: Um I appreciated that uh Richard's still so kind of nursing the neck a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um but I, I mean Kevin Kelly and I guess so I guess Marcelia wrestles for um Mr. Selpserves home promotion. I didn't write it down um in Rhode Island. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they did a good job of really putting Marcelli over. I mean, he didn't get a lot. Of, he got some
2: offense in. Yeah, he had like a punch. He got a little bit of offense in, but.
1: In a nutshell, yeah.
2: Dave Richards pretty much overpowered him. Uh, Dave Richards beat the shit out of him.
1: Yeah. Um, some offense, they put him over. He looked good. It's good to see, but, um, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah. yeah. O'Reilly and Bobby Fish came up, stood at the top of the ramp. Davey got kind of distracted, but not enough to really impact the, the, the way the match went at all. Yeah. Um, they're telling that story, so we're still – at this point, we're not sure if any
1: Edwards is just going to show up. Um, Yeah. But uh, Mm a quick match, hot opener, hot start. Uh, Then we run into next, uh, Kevin Kelly's running down the card for final battle, which we will go in full uh, a little bit later here in the episode. Uh, But then we cut the scum. Uh, Funny, I mean, I do love these quote-unquote locker room, uh, you know, interviews that scum always puts. Yeah, basically in the end of it, Jimmy Jacobs says the world's going to end, will, and scums can be holding all the belts.
2: So I'm going to make an early prediction saying that Scum's going to have at least one belt.
1: I'm going to say you're probably right. But they need a fourth member, so are they teasing something, Will?
2: To get all the, the belts, it would be need a fourth man, yeah. So um, Unless somebody else is going to go for, unless Jacobs and Karina are going to go for the TV title. Yeah. So, But what are we going to do? Scum only ever has three people. Scum never blows up and there's way too many people. Nope, never. Scum never pulls an NWO. What are you talking about? <laughs> but
1: uh, and then we'll uh Kevin Kelly's in the ring. Uh and he's talking he's got a wound, he's gonna bring out a wounded warrior. So I was like, That cuts a little close to home. So I thought he was actually gonna pull up like an actual veteran, but um, it's our boy, Mike Mondo. Um, and they replay Mike Mondo's, you know ankle injury, like, 14 times. Um, You know, and then, of course, you know, you break your ankle, and, of course, the smart thing to do is jump, you know, 12, 13 feet off a very unsturdy um, screen thing of bobber. so. But this is a pretty long promo, Will.
2: It was too long. Yeah. um, It, It hit the point it needed to make. And then it then it kept going. And it's like, oh, he's still so talking. Yeah. Um, like, was Roddy supposed to interrupt this? Like, was Roddy supposed to get out there sooner? He just wasn't.
1: Yeah, Roddy was probably out back drinking beers. But uh, make a long story short, Mono gets on the mic. He's talking. You know, he's gonna keep it real. And you know, that guy's got a dream. His guy over there's got a dream. Blah blah blah. And uh, his dream was he wanted to wrestle. That was what he did. And uh, make a long story short, well. I do not think Mike Mondo looks back fondly at his time in the Spirit Squad. No. Is that what you got out of this promo? I, I
2: think that's what the idea they were getting at.
1: Um, yeah, but that's why he says he's in Ring of Honor, because they got the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, but he's going to train Will. He's going to rehab. He's going to be back. He's going to turn that 8-pack into a 10-pack. He's going to have shoulders like boulders. He's going to have like, legs like and it's going to be on, like, on, like, freaking Donkey Kong. So, I thought that was kind of funny. The Ring of Mondo. Um, yeah, th- This they could have cut this in half. But they gave our boy some screen time, so that was good. You know, so they're very high on him because it looks like his ankle was actually broken. So, um, but yeah, then Roddy comes yeah. out, like we'll talk about. Um, and he says, Roddy's like, I, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that's out there, you know, to hype up the crowd like a cheerleader. Um, I thought that was a funny dig. Yeah, it was a little little wall hanging fruit though.
2: Yeah, Wasn't that like... we don't love Roddy
1: for his promos, so no. Um, but Roddy is gonna break the unbreakable break the um unbreakable. Michael Elgin comes out. Um, you know, and Roddy's like, I'm gonna break Mondo's other leg. Mondo's like, fuck you. I'm just gonna roll out of here. So I don't know if he was supposed to do that or not. Uh Truth Martini comes out, tries to break out the fight. Uh Michael Elgin uh grabs Martini and pushes him away, uh turns his back, and then Roddy hits him with a crutch. And then uh that's all we got. So
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and then we get an ad for Ring of Honor or uh Ring of Honor Um
2: uh, but then we're DVDs <laughs> there. And I picked
1: Yeah, and you can't get well. Yeah, you can't get DVDs on our club. Oh wait, what? Sorry. Um, yeah, and then we just talked about Jay Lethal. You know, Jim Cornette told him to have that killer instinct. Will
2: he did? He got one. He got his title shot in uh, his hometown in New Jersey
1: for a match. We still
2: haven't seen. I don't think. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna see it.
1: We'll find it. Will it's out there somewhere. But
2: you know, just the rehashing of. Lethal's father throwing a drink at him, and Kevin Owen or Kevin Steen spitting on his mom, Jim yeah. Cornette getting written off TV as he died going over the table.
1: Died dead. I mean, those boxes he landed on will kill them, but uh, yeah, I mean, he says, yeah, he's going to beat up Ryan, um he's pissed off Generico, gets a spot, you know, he's going to beat up Rhino, and he's going to fight the world champ that night, so... We'll see what happens, Will. And then they kind of run down the cards. So they said, Yeah, we're gonna have Lethal versus Rhino. Uh, we do have our three-way tag team match with uh Scum versus the Briscoe Brothers versus CNC Wrestle Factory. Um, which they the that said, Cedric. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, let's said Adam Cole versus Matt Hardy, a match we're both very excited about. Uh, and then we've got Rett and Titus. Oh, geez, Rett Titus again. BJ Whitmer and Rhett Titus versus um Gray's tag team in a Pittsburgh street fight.
2: Street fight. We're gonna see one of those later in this episode.
1: Yeah, that was a Steel City street fight. This is a sure. Pittsburgh street fight. No, it's a New York City street fight. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh but Shel, uh, but Shelton does get on, uh catch a promo, but he does call him by CNC Russell Factory finally. Uh Jerry Lynn's last match is going to be against Mike Bennett. So I guess Mike Bennett is the guy that beats up um older wrestlers again because he had his little rivalry with Lance Storm. Uh, like we talked about, we're going to Prince Nana versus R.D. Evans. And then Will. We got Reed Dragon versus maybe the American Wolves. But Edwards did. He, 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 he helped that. He says he'll be at final battle and he'll give Nigel his decision when he gets there. So, do you think we get getting American Wolves reunion here? Well, so and after that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we got a quick promo from CNC. Uh, Caprice sings like he does. Um, they don't yeah, like. Yeah,
2: I, I, I missed that in the last couple of times. I didn't that the singing was part of the, the shtick. Yeah, so.
1: He sings a little uh Michael Jackson there in the end. But uh like we'll talked about earlier, high fibers. We got our Steel City Street Fight with Steve Carino, but he ain't got no wrestling clothes, Will.
2: No, yeah, he told us that last week. All he got is a suit. Yeah. So but I did
1: like the whole pl- uh taped up fists and uh tie look though. Um I thought that was pretty good to be honest with you. So um, you know, this match is what it was. Um, you know, Carino and Briscoe beat up each other. Um, Carino was really getting into it with a couple people in the crowd.
2: You gotta you gotta work the crowd a little.
1: Like there was somebody that really got under his skin, so he kept going after him. So there's that one shot where he was pulling on the table. He said something not really appropriate, but that was pretty awesome. So um, but I did love that uh you know, Jay Briscoe got um Steve Carino on a table on night. That double stops through the table it's fucking pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, it just put out that uh, you know, Carino's got some scars on his head from Dusty, blah 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 And then in the middle of the match, uh, we cut to Bennett, and Bennett's gonna beat up geriatrics, like he says, and whatnot, blah 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 blah. Um, and then we cut back, and then there's a random shoe that Jay Briscoe hits to Carino with. Did you have any idea where that came from?
2: I was not fully watching the show. I, I, like I said, in pre-production, I would be willing to go back and rewatch this again. I mean, Steve Carino, vastly entertaining. Jay Briscoe's vastly entertaining.
1: Um, they did a nice ring bell spot. Always love the ring bell spot. Uh, then Jimmy Jacobs comes in, rolls in something into the, into the ring. while the rest not looking and he just,
2: so the the
1: yeah. And, uh, Steve Carino waxed Jay Briscoe with the roll of quarters and uh, to Jay Briscoe's, uh, to his kudos, he took that uh, roll of quarters shot a lot better than Dynamite Kid did. So, ooh, you know that reference, Will? I don't. Uh, Dynamite Kid was harassing the shit out of Jacques Rougeau, a friend of the Shining Wizards, not. Um, (laughs) uh, Jacques, (laughs) another shot. But uh, then Jacques Guerrero took a roll of quarters, and he uh, sucker-punched uh, Dynamite Kid, knocked out a bunch of his teeth and everything. So it was like a whole lot. So, um, yeah, and then Jake comes out, and then Mark comes out. Pretty much turns into a tag team match for the most part. Um, but it's pretty funny. I did enjoy that Mark didn't wheel out a wheelbarrow full of chairs, which is yeah. funny. And then uh, he beats up Jacobs, and he wheels him out in the wheelbarrow, uh, getting his red redneck on. Um, And then, Will, I don't know if you saw this spot, but Carino kicked the chair, and Jay caught the full part of that fucking chair. I don't think it was meant to go quite like that. Um, Then there's more work on on, on Jay's nuts. Um, You know, the Briscoe's family jewels have taken, had a rough year, Will.
2: Jay Briscoe's balls have
1: busted a lot. And Mark's, both of them. And it just amazes me that there's like 13 mini Briscals running around after all that, but, um, but then Mark runs out of the ring uh, to the ring with a bunch of bike racks. But he gets it stuck on on the on the curtain, and the crowd's got to help Mark get it over. Um, yeah, and then they set up the bike rack on the chairs, and then uh, Carino took a that superplex, but he did not land on the right spot. He caught all that bike rack. Um, so kudos to C's Carino for being able to hit that, but then uh, Jay Pince Carino, uh, CNC Russell Factory came out for like eight seconds and interfered.
2: Yeah, they came out and they like hit a move in the Briscoes and like they left. It's like that's like it's too much that we didn't need that, it didn't add anything, and it felt like it was just kind of like scooped on there last minute.
1: Yeah, and then LaCroix is putting over CNC like they were. You know, they had made this humongous big difference in the match and la da. No, oh, the match
2: was already over. They 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 hit the briscoes when they were announcing Jay was the winner.
1: Yeah, it was it was weird. Um, but then I look, Will, and I'm like, wow, there's still six minutes left in this episode. Uh Kevin
2: and our champion comes out to the ring.
1: I like how you said our champion, Will. Kevin Steen definitely is our champion. This is not a hashtag, not so my ring. Fun.
2: The, the 2014 remix of uh, oh, what the fuck's the song called? Is it That's Unfinished it. Business?
1: Unsettling Differences.
2: Unsettling Differences. It's already my top most played song on Spotify. Is it really? The, the, I like the 2014 remix, though. How's it a remix? They, they remixed it, yeah. I mean, it's the same song, but it does like there's a I don't love all the production of it, but it makes the lead guitar a little bigger. It's funny. The El Phantasmo theme.
1: Is there a spot to find, like, um, um, I'll find this later. Is there a spot, um, What I was he going say? I don't know. I don't either. Oh, is there a spot where we can find um all oh, the Ring of Honor songs? Because I like to get that Bravado Brothers song. Obviously, like, yeah, really they're cool. probably on there somewhere. Um, I I could find the Bravado Brothers one.
2: Um, or you can, can do like songs. like I've got um blood and tears, the song that War Machine used. Oh, that's cool. I ripped that off YouTube. I found the youtube video and the artist had just put the link to download it in like the the description of the video hmm yeah, unsettling differences banger
1: yeah i ain't your friend you're not mine this difference helps me cross the line every time i'm confronted i'm uninflicted by my actions suffering is a result of the game so um yeah. Yeah, our song comes on, uh, and this our champion comes out. Uh, he doesn't work out. I, No, he does the whole sitting in the ring on the chair gimmick, uh, and they give him a bunch of time. And um <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's got generic he's got generico's mask that was mailed to him for little Revanche. You know he's he's talking to the mask, and uh he flips out the crowd because they keep booing and cheering and.
2: Yeah, they're, they're like cheering and stuff. He's like, shut the hell up. I'm talking.
1: Yeah. You know, and then he just goes on and uh, basically he says one or two things can happen. I'm either going to walk out of Final Battle as a champ. Or I'm going to walk out as a goddamn corpse.
2: Um, he drags in Kevin Kelly. Yeah. He, um,
1: Because two years ago, you did bring up two years ago when Generico beat him and he was out of a job. And he was gone for, for nine months from Ring of Honor. So, um, and that was the last time he was defeated, by the way. So, like we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, but uh, I would did uh throw the, the clip of that promo on the end of it here, but uh, yeah, I mean, he just he doesn't know what to think, he doesn't know what to say, you know, he thought that in 2010 it was the end of him and Sammy, I'm sorry, of Generico, and uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna find out what happened. So, will like we always say at this time, what'd you think of this week's episode? And would you tune in next week just solely on this episode?
2: I mean, yeah, I'm, I was a little higher on the episode before we started kind of going through it again. And I, I don't feel as, I still think it was bad. I don't think it really has. There has been a stinker so far in like this, uh, the structure Ring of our shows.
1: Yeah. We have not gone back to fight in February.
2: You know, Mondo promo could have been a little shorter. A lot of low-hanging fruit, like you said. And then, like, the matches weren't bad. I mean, the main event was, was worth the, the the free 50 that this episode would have been to watch. Right. Um, and, I mean, yeah, I'm intrigued. Like, this, we were talking about, like, this. It felt kind of like a go-home show, so it could have maybe been a little bigger. But we don't really know how it's all going to shake out when they actually start unrolling it. because It's like we don't have any... Where's the road rage? Where's the... Yeah. No. Who knows? I don't know, Will. So I, I think it's okay. I thought it was... I still would say it's like... A, it's, it's like a C-tier show. Like, it wasn't bad. I wouldn't have been... Like, oh, this was such a drag because me yeah. and I I feel like the hour, you know, went by fine. It was like a drag to watch. Yeah, I mean, you were a little
1: higher on it than I was. Um, it was okay. Like I said, it was just a little promo heavy. You know, yeah. we're not used to in Ring of Honor, you know. Um, I kind of wish Mar- uh, Richard and Marcelli would have went a little bit longer. You know, uh, but it was a decent match. Right? I do love how much they put Vinny over. They do do a great job of, um, you know, putting over the, the quote unquote younger talent. Obviously, we know what's going to happen, so, um, yeah. So, I don't know if uh, did you hear that Vinny was in and uh, and taping in the crowd? I didn't
2: hear that, yeah. You know.
1: Um, you know, it was no okay cap episode. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. I am excited for next week. Will I mean, obviously, besides getting to get and talk to you, but do you have any things that you're? I mean, obviously, the main event is the main event. The main event,
2: yeah. Main event. The oh, is the, there anything else you're looking forward to? Tag team total match. Really. We... In the Roddy, Michael Elgin, I, mean, I should deliver. Yeah. I mean... And then, uh, like, I'm not... I don't know a whole lot about Jerry Lynn. Bennett's been putting on good matches lately. So I expect we'll see another, like, decent match.
1: That's why Jerry Lynn was actually on uh, on Final Battle this year. It came out the end, but... Um, yeah, really, the only clunkers are, I mean, obviously, we've got Artie Evans versus Prince Nana.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with that. Because you know it's not going to be like them actually having a match. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously, Nana can go. Um, I mean, he's, he's a worker. Um, I don't know if Artie Evans has any experience. We'll see if Chompa comes back. You know, that's, that's what I'm kind of oh. thinking.
2: I'm kind of feeling it's going to become like a, like a proxy battle kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I'm just really not looking forward to Cole versus Matt Hardy.
2: Yeah, I kind of keep forgetting about it because Adam Cole hasn't been on TV. So,
1: yeah, your TV champs are on TV. So, um, you know that's not for the TV belt. You know, nope. you know But uh, other than that, I mean, I think it's going to deliver. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, Eddie
2: Edwards has got it. I mean. They, Eddie Edwards is going to show up.
1: Yeah, that's just, I mean, it's been book weird, and now they're like, oh. Even
2: if it's, they, they throw him out there at like the last minute to make the save, or you're like, maybe he's not there for the whole match.
1: I mean, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Davy Richards, and the guy's a fucking, is the man, but take, I mean, going solo versus Kyle O'Reilly and, and Bobby Fish, I'm,
2: I'm sorry. Hey, if this was WWE, they'd have uh, Richard squash him.
1: Yeah. So, um, what's your sleeper pick? What do you think is gonna be the sleeper pick?
2: I don't. Think, I don't think there's a sleeper on this card, I think that main event. It's well documented how strong that main event is. So I don't know if there's gonna necessarily be like a a sleeper match per se. I bet
1: you. I bet you Roddy and Elgin's gonna fucking is gonna is gonna fuck.
2: It needs to. If it doesn't, that's going to be a major disappointment since we've been building to that the whole, the whole year. Literally the whole year. So, I mean, Jay Lethal Rhino will probably be fine. But again, it feels like they need to add something to that to make it more like right now that's the piss break match because it's like, like Jay Lethal said, there's no stakes. Yeah, there's really nothing to be gained from this match. So, I know.
1: Well, I'm not going to mention. It. I know something happens. There is a turn somewhere. So, I don't. We'll see. It's going to be fun. I mean, this is, um, this is literally one of the events that got me into Ring of Honor and indie wrestling in in the first place. Um, you know, spoiler alert: Steen and Generico fucking deliver.
2: I've heard. I've heard it's a lot of people's favorite match, not just of the year, maybe not even just of the decade. Ever. Hey, well,
1: yeah, speaking of match of the year contenders, um, definitely this is totally not related. But till I check out that Josh Alexander Mike Speedball match,
2: have you watched it all? Well? I haven't. I saw one of the spots where They went for like a suplex. and they like went over like the side. You should. Watch.
1: And I can't really put that on fucking TV. So that was cool. So, was
2: that Impact? Yeah. Was that yeah. Impact TV, or was that like the, one of the recent shows? No, it was Impact TV. So keep needing to watch Impact TV. So there you go. Yeah. Well, sweet. Well, well. Before we
1: train, pull this train the station, is there anything else you want to put over, or anybody you want to say hi to, or anyone to tell you, you want to fuck off, or? Express your beef with Tony Khan and Honor Club or anything? Uh,
2: I feel like I've said enough about Tony Khan. He's not listening. Not yet. He, he's not meeting me in the Applebee's parking lot. But.
1: Do you have an Applebee's?
2: There's an Applebee's in Dairy, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I people... the, the things that come to mind, He you ask me to plug something other than to thank our friends at VGM for hosting the show, and you know, all our, our stable mates here. Uh, my friend Joe, pure evil, he does unboxing videos, he's, he didn't have any come up for a while, because he didn't want to, uh, he didn't have the motivation to edit them. Those are starting to roll out. Nice. Yes. And, uh, through that I'll also say, shouts out to our, our friend via the Shining Wizards, uh, Because not only is he the biggest Shining Wizards fan in Austria, he also... Because I posted about it in the Discord, watched Pure Evil's videos. So now whenever I post that I'm with him, he's like, oh, greetings and salutations, Pure Evil.
1: <laughs> Kratso is the man, so for sure. So Kratso,
2: Austria's number one fan.
1: Yeah. I mean, that motherfucker is listening live at like...
2: I haven't looked up what the time differences, but I mean, it's got to be like... There's only something that I could. I mean, up to I know from from me. I want to say England's like six six hours. I think so. He's probably around there six seven hours. Five AM right now in Austria.
1: Yes, that motherfucker's watching the Wizards at one in the morning.
2: Hey, you know, you wake up, you want to catch some wrestling news and notes, and <laughs> some wrestling you know, we'll do a we'll do a shout out to uh to Kevin Rowe. I don't know if he's I missed if they said if this is like a permanent thing, him being on the Wizards is like a fourth Wizard, but it's been nice having him on the last couple weeks.
1: Yeah, and I'll see him in a couple months. So, sweet. All right, well, I mean, Will pretty much took out the words, um, but Will's gonna send me the link, uh, link to your, uh, to Mister, um, your buddy Pure Evils, YouTube link. So I'll throw it in the episode here. So, uh, but Will, as always, I appreciate you. I uh, appreciate all the high fivers. Uh, VGM and everybody. Um, well, actually, no. So the next episode will come on Christmas Eve.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll do. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Fuck happy holidays. I don't give a shit about the holidays. But I uh, don't but-
2: either. I work retail
1: yeah so um thanks for uh thanks for the question dishonor thanks to everybody and we
0: are
2: out the bold statement. will we
0: have new tag team champions at final battle hey wait here comes the champ kevin steen kevin steen is here what is he gonna do we gotta take a break we got one more break what the hell does he want you kidding me On December 18, 2010, I stood in the ring in New York City at Final Battle, fully prepared to end Al Generico's career. But that's not what happened that night el generico beat me stop clapping and listen to me that night el generico beat me and i woke up the next morning and i will never forget the feeling i had the feeling i had when i realized that he had ended my career but you know what i refused to let that happen, and ever since then, I made my return to this company. I took it over, and I won the Ring of Honor World Championship. And you would think that that would be enough to make that feeling go away, but the truth is, nothing has made me feel better about what happened that night, two years ago. You see, I thought, That final battle 2010 really was just that. The end for Generico and I. Our last fight. But I've since then realized that he and I are destined to do this forever. And now, December 16, 2012, we stand in the ring once again in New York City. But this time, the Ring of Honor title we'll be hung up high in the air, and there's going to be a ladder between us. And people want to think that that scares me. I don't get scared that easily. People want to know what I'm going to do. People want to know what I expect from that night. The truth is, I don't know what I'm going to do because I have never been in the place that I am now. I have never felt the way I feel now. But I know this, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly, you remember two years ago? The week before that match in 2010, you were doing a bunch of radio interviews to promote the show. And I remember when people would ask you. Your thoughts about Steam versus Generico, you would say something that stuck with me to this day. You remember what it was? Oh, you remember what it was? Tell, say, what was it? Tell it. Stand up. What would you, what was, I said that I was, I was very, speak louder! I said that I was very afraid for what was going to happen to the two of you. Okay, Kevin, I really appreciate that sentiment. I appreciate the worry. I appreciate the concern, but I know this you were afraid then, right now. You should be terrified! war. This is Steen versus Generico for the Ring of Honor world title. (laughs) And while I don't know what to expect from even myself, I know this. A lot of people are scared that the end of the world is coming on December 21st. (laughs) I'm not scared of the end of the world. What I'm scared of more than anything is that waking up on December 17th, knowing that El Generico is Ring of Honor World Champion. That cannot happen. That will not happen because mark my words, I will leave New York City one of two ways, either as Ring of Honor World Champion, or as a damn corpse. That will happen this weekend at Final Battle. Fans, we will see you there.